Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, uh, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, the Florida Coaches Coalition, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, and We Coach. These are four great organizations. You need to add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stick with us for just three minutes as we give our sponsors a shout out. They're people and organizations that you should uh, be working with as well. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support of the podcast. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school is a Huddle school. And Huddle is going to provide your teams, your coaches, your athletes with the tools they need to compete at the highest level. It'll be a professional-grade solution for the challenges you all face. Go to Huddle.com. We believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director. There's Snap Manage, Snap Connect, Snap Store, and of course, there's Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and so can you. They even have a program where you will get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Does anyone else offer that? I don't think so. Go to snapraise.com and get started today. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products, and you'll see the Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that is going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's so much more than that. It's an extensive content program that's going to allow you to tell more compelling stories to better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com slash jake, and you'll get a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com slash jake. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channel. Mention our podcast, and you'll get 10% off. That's ADPod10. Start creating custom content for your school social media with Gipper.com. We also want to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. If you go to hometownticketing.com, they're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but for all your events like plays, concerts, dances, even graduation. And the best part, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com right now. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor scoring tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their score tables and their scoreboards in action. They not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. One of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Final Forms for their support. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake. They're going to help you prepare 
for your best season ever. Ensure compliance, reduce risk, increase safety, uh, help your stakeholders out, uh, assist your coaches with communication and attendance. And for you as an AD, how about eligibility, rosters, all the reports that come across your desk? It's time that you talk to someone who gets it. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake and find out all the ways that Final Forms can help you. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors typically only hear from the 2%, that squeaky wheel parent or a frustrated athlete. And we need to hear back from them so we can affect positive change. But uh, Athletic Surveys is going to connect you with the other 98% that really love and support your program and allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to that squeaky wheel parent or your uh, principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com and get started today. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, very frequently, we have aspiring athletic directors, and we have one with us today. Uh, Casey Barrett is an aspiring athletic director. She's from the St. Louis area. She's a recent graduate of the William Woods uh, Master's in Athletic Administration program. Uh, so she is, because of their affiliation with the NIAAA, you know, she is on that certification path uh, with our national organization. Uh, she's currently a, a special ed teacher, uh, but she's also coaching uh, you know, high school soccer and club soccer. And as I said, she's an aspiring AD. So if uh, you're hiring and you're looking for somebody to, uh, you know, break into your department, uh, you know, give Casey a call. Casey, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, you and I connected, uh, I'm going to say a couple of months ago, it might have been longer, through your master's program, uh, your director, uh, Dixie Westcott, and I used to coach together uh, back at Missouri Valley College in the 90s. And, uh, you know, we both ended up in athletic administration and uh, she had me do a presentation for uh, uh, you and some of your students. I hope it wasn't too boring. Okay. No, it was very exciting. I uh, I learned a lot from that, just in general about podcasts. <laughs> All right, you you are too kind. I don't know if I've ever been called exciting in my presentations, but I appreciate that. <laughs> um, let's go and jump in. Um, for our listeners, we're recording this on. Uh, Going to double check. Yes, April fifth. So it's going to be pretty timely by the time you uh, hear this. So, Casey, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So. Give us that bio, where you were born, where you grew up. Uh, you know, let's talk about, uh, you know, your high school years, your college years, which you know, just recently wrapped up. But what's the Casey Barron origin story? Yeah, so um, I grew up in the St. Louis area. Um, I went to a uh, local private um, high school um, in St. Louis. And then where I played um, four years of soccer there, I did um JV my first two years and then varsity my last two years um and then I also played um a little bit of volleyball as well um and then after that I decided to go to Missouri State University 
where I received my bachelor's in special education. Um, while I was at Missouri State, I played club soccer for a little bit. And then I also um, was highly involved in the intramural sports there, um, where I played soccer, volleyball, like football, um, things like that. Um, and then I, after Missouri State, so that was in 2020, I graduated. So right in the middle of co when COVID started. Um, and that's where, when I decided to go ahead and start my career in special education. Um, and been there for three years. Um, this is my third year. So getting a lot of experience in with special education. Um, and then about my halfway through my first year, I decided to go ahead and go for my master's in athletic administration. Um, and then where I'm here now, I'm graduating <laughs> with my master's um, from William Woods in athletic administration. So that's got to be an exciting time. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. I want to take you back to those high school years. Now, obviously, I'm probably going to get the letters mixed up, but I'm going to guess you're part of that Generation Z still. Is that a, an accurate statement? Um, athletic directors of my age and, you know, maybe a little bit younger, um, we always talk about the importance for high school students uh, and even middle school students to have a multi-sport experience rather than specialize. Um, what was your experience like in high school? I, I know you said you played a little bit of volleyball, but uh, uh, were you pretty much a soccer student athlete back then? Yeah. So even though I played uh, volleyball and soccer, I knew that soccer was going to be my main sport. Um, just before going into high school, um, I played for my local church or CYC, um, and then I also did club soccer as well. Um, with volleyball, I was never that competitive with it. Um, it was my, mainly my just-for-fun sport. Um, so, yeah, definitely soccer was my number one, I'd say. So. Now, did you have any challenges balancing your high school soccer participation with any club soccer that you were doing or did that um, did that work its way out um it definitely it worked its way out just because like um so at least in Missouri like you can't play um well I guess you could play club for I think yeah the fall and then for high school in the spring um now if you wanted if your club team was highly competitive um, you could choose to play club all year round rather than that, um, play high school in the spring, if that makes sense. No, that um, makes yeah. So it never really was hard to balance that, um, the, at least the club and the high school aspect of it all. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here and this is an impossible question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So 10 years from now, when you're a successful athletic director, okay, do you see yourself embracing that multi-sport experience at your high school? Um, or, And again, it's not a right, wrong, good, or bad. Um, are, are you just going to say, you know, we want our kids to play, you know, whatever the sport is, soccer, volleyball, basketball, baseball, year-round? 
I think it's great for the kids to be in multiple sports. Um, at a young age, especially, like, I believe that you don't, you shouldn't, um, like, a, a, pro, oh, excuse me, a player shouldn't um, commit to just one sport. I think it's good to have a variety of sports um, from, I mean, from a young age up until high school, if that is possible. Um, I work at the, in the district I'm in, I work at the high school as well. And even some of our players um, on the JV team are like better freshmen have decided to do track and soccer. Um, and it ends up like it just, we let that work with who's ever schedule. Um, like if it, if there is a um, situation where, you know, there's a track meet during soccer practice, you know, all they have to do is, you know, you need to communicate to the coaches about what's happening and we will work with you. Um, so I definitely believe in that players have or should be encouraged to play multiple sports. All right. that, that's good to hear. I'll go ahead and uh, hire you when I have that job opening. <laughs> um, for our listeners, our guest today is Casey Barrett. She is an aspiring athletic director. She's a graduate of the William Woods master's program in athletic administration already teaching and coaching and starting her career out we're going to take our first break but we'll be back with some more this is the educational ad podcast we want to say thanks to huddle for their support of the podcast go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game as a football coach i used huddle for years but when i became an athletic director i made sure our school was a huddle school and Huddle provided all of our coaches, all of our teams with the tools that they needed to play at the highest level. It was a complete professional grade solution to the challenges our student athletes faced. Go to Huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thank you to Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is a parent company for an entire suite of platforms. If you go to snapraise.com, you can check all of them out. There's Snap Connect, Snap Store, Snap Spend. Of course, there's Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We've used it at my school with great success over the years, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where they will give you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else does that. Go to snapraise.com and check out the entire platform. That's snapraise.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Casey Barron. She's an aspiring athletic director uh, from the St. Louis, Missouri area. Casey, um, you talked about, you know, you completed your undergraduate uh, degree in, in special education. You're already working as a special ed teacher. Uh, but when it came time to choose a master's program, I'm going to guess you had quite a few choices in your area. What drew you to the William Woods Athletic Administration Program? Yeah, so I, um, going into a master's program, I knew I wanted to incorporate um, a big passion of mine, which is sports. Um, already being a special education teacher, I started missing that um, part of my life. 
So um, I wanted to do something that incorporated that aspect as well as teaching. Um, so as I did a little bit of research, um, I didn't want to get my master's in reading or um, I saw, um, I think another local college um, or university here in Missouri, um, it offered a similar program that had that sports aspect. Um, I don't know if it exactly was called athletic administration, um, but that started to give me the idea of wanting to, um, you know, research the programs, at least around me, that had athletic administration. So um, I found William Woods, which is like about an hour and a half um, away from the St. Louis area. And I thought that that would be a really good fit. And if I had to like end up going uh, or commuting to campus at any time, it wouldn't be a far drive. Um, and looking more into like the coursework and things like that, um, it really kind of, I don't know, spoke to me, I guess you could say, um, and really um, kind of pinpointed what I really wanted to continue my education in, so. You know, you, you just graduated, so hopefully things are still fresh in your mind. Um, what were some of the um, experiences you had, maybe classroom experiences or field work or, or anything, besides, of course, you know, my presentation, uh, that really uh, stick out for you? And you've already seen some application in your teaching and coaching so far. Anything uh, come to mind? Um, one of the thing, biggest things that I learned in real throughout my program was the amount of organization that athletic administrators have to have. Um, there are so many programs, so many players, so many coaches that you have to develop an organizational system in order to keep track of all of it. Um, the scheduling, the um, equipment, the finances. Um, there is a lot more to athletic administration than what I first thought. Um, and so that was one of the things I learned. So building that organizational system. And then also um, how important it is to build relationships with the people that you're working around. Um, so whether that's um, the players or students, um, coaches, staff members, um, other community members, because personally, I work in a smaller um, school district, and we rely heavily on the community to help us, whether that's with concessions, whether that's with, um, um, what else, um, sec even security, like the local police. Um, they are able to do a lot for us, which I don't think a lot of athletic administrators might realize how much we rely on them. Um, so definitely building those meaningful relationships, um, because I think once you build that foundation, um, you can get, you can really succeed um, with all of your programs and um, in the position as an athletic administrator. Yeah, some of the things that you mentioned, uh, particularly the last one, you know, building those relationships, so critical um, as you are, you know, developing that program. You talked about some of the different people to work with, you know, whether it's concessions or facilities, uh, even other faculty, you know, trying to get some help at a home event. Um, if you're not building those relationships, you're, you're going to find some points where you're struggling as an AD. Um, 
So very wise uh, um, observation at uh, the beginning of your career. Um, I, I want to say that, um, you know, uh, Dixie, your, your program director, uh, said that the students uh, had also had some field work experiences as well, some observations. Um, if, if that was part of your program, any of those stick out uh, in your mind that, you know, hey, that was really cool. I want to do that at my school athletic director. Yeah. Um, so my athletic director, he um, he showed me a lot of like the social media and how involved he is with that social media and like posting things on Twitter, posting things on, um, I believe, Instagram as well um, for people who aren't necessarily able to make some of the um, activities or the events, the games um, at that time. And the technology that he uses to post on um, like Twitter or even like Huddle, for example, we use Huddle as um, a program. And using that technology kind of opened my eyes a little bit because in high, when I was in high school, technology wasn't used as much. Um, so I think now incorporating that technology and using it to, you know, our advantage, um, that was one of the biggest things he showed me. So. Yeah, there's, there's no question that, you know, the, the branding and the social media a huge part of the athletic director's experience. So that's great that you already have some, uh, you know, practical application with it. And thanks for giving, uh, you know, one of our sponsors a shout out there, Huddle. I know they're going to appreciate that. For our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> our guest today is Casey Barrett. Casey is an aspiring athletic director in the St. Louis area. Uh, we're going to take another break, but we're going to be back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen console that's going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. But the Wall of Fame is so much more than that. It's also an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories that'll better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're ready to buy, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake, and you'll get a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check them out today. We also want to thank Gipper for their support. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. Promote your teams, your kids, your coaches, and yourself Okay, at Gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel on Gipper.com. And we want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to HometownTicketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets online for all your events, not just athletics, but things like school dances, uh, concerts, uh, school plays, even graduation. You'll find it all at hometownticketing.com. And the best thing, they will assign you a dedicated client success manager to provide hands-on support every step of the way, before, during, and after. Go to hometownticketing.com and check it out today. Simple and easy online ticketing. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest guest is Casey Barron. She's an aspiring athletic director out of the St. Louis area. Casey, one of the things we try to do with our podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, you've been a, a successful athlete, high school athlete, college athlete. You know, you've been through a master's program. Now you're teaching and coaching. So, uh, you know, it's not like you just uh, fell off the truck. Um what are some things that you have seen in your career that you can look at and say, those are pretty good. I'm going to file those away and then use them when I become an AD. Any best practices that you can share with our listeners? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I've learned um, actually pretty recently was sometimes there can be a divide between like a JV or a C team, um, a JV team and a varsity team um, within a program. Um, and I think that building the program or the program, um, so they feel like one. Um, so saying that like when I grew up in, or when I was in high school, um, varsity was always, always got the best things, always got the best equipment, always got, you know, if they were the best. And, you know, of course, everyone strives to be on varsity. Um, but working at the high school right now, um, the biggest thing that we want to do is make the, field get, make the program feel like one. So JV is getting some of the new equipment. Um, they're getting new backpacks. Varsity is getting the old ones. Um, like everyone has a spot on the team and it's a meaningful spot. Um, they, we don't want the people on JV to feel like they, that JV being on JV is a bad thing. Um, we want to make them feel valued. So I really like, um, the way that they have started incorporating that into programs, um, at the high school that I'm at, um, the other thing um, is just to be like a great communicator to everyone around you. You don't want to feel like there are any blurred lines or any gray areas between you and other people. Um, the clearer you can be with people, the less problems in my mind you're going to have. Um, and I think that just in life, that's a really good practice to use. Um, but especially as an athletic administrator. So, Boy, those are two uh, pretty solid observations from, uh, you know, again, admittedly, someone who's at the beginning of her career. And I, I could tell you uh, regarding the uniforms, if you don't address that in some way, um, the kids and the parents, uh, they're going to address it for you. They're going to let you know. And, it's not like you want your middle school team or your junior varsity team to um, be the same as your varsity. We always felt that um, they should be able to look at those higher level teams and aspire to be there. But you certainly don't want your middle school JV team running around in, you know, six-year-old uniforms, you know, that are torn and maybe the logo's outdated. Um you want them to, you know, feel pride in that uniform and, and finding something, you know, uh, putting them in that uniform rotation makes a lot of sense. You know, the varsity, 
I think, is always going to have a little bit more because they're varsity, but you still want to make those middle school and JV kids feel important. Good stuff. Okay. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Casey Barron. Uh, she's a graduate of the William Woods Athletic Administration Program, which is affiliated with the NIAAA. Uh, she's currently teaching and coaching in the St. Louis area, but she's an aspiring AD. So uh, we'll give out her contact information later on so uh, you can reach out and and uh, have her apply for that assistant athletic director position at your school. Let's go and take another quick break. Uh, we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their score tables and their scoreboards in action. We've got a Sideline Interactive score table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an AD. We use it not only for home games, but we use it for pep rallies. We use it for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and the customer service from Sideline is second to none. Go to sidelineinteractive.com today. Schedule that live web demo. Their products not only generate income for your school, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Casey Barron an aspiring athletic director from St. Louis, Missouri. Casey, you and I were talking a little bit during the break, and you have a particular topic that uh, you're passionate about. Uh, can you share that with our listeners? Yeah. Um, I think that especially in today's world, we are becoming so much more aware of mental health and what that looks like. Um, especially in uh, younger adults, middle school, high school, that's when it becomes very apparent, um, just depending on experiences, people, environment. Um, and I think being aware of mental health, especially in athletes, is really big. Um, a lot of different athletes have different experiences. Um, and with those experiences, whether that's within the sport or outside, um, can either help or um, hurt um, a player's mental health. Um, and I just think it's really important that we talk about those things um, as athletes. So looking back at your own high school career, um, was this something, because uh, again, a hundred years ago when I was in high school, okay, you know, that, that wasn't even a, a the, that was, wasn't even the furthest thing uh, from anyone's mind. It, it didn't even exist, but obviously now it, it does. And that's a good thing. But going back to your own high school experience uh, just a few years ago, um, what was the awareness level? I'm not trying to, you know, throw anybody under the bus or anything, but um, what was your awareness level as a student athlete? And what was the school doing anything at that time to address, you know, mental health, fitness as opposed to mental health problems. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think when I was in high school, I think it was the same kind of deal. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of um, mental health awareness and mental health, um, I guess, support. 
we weren't very open to talk about mental health. Um, my experience in high school, um, I think mentally it was just, it was a little tougher. Um, there were days when I would sit on a bench, you know, the whole game. Um, and then there were days where I played and not knowing um, the situation or what people thought about you, um, that can be tough. And sometimes coaches um, or just staff members, ADs, aren't, they cannot be sometimes open about talking about those experiences with players. Um, and I think that can eventually take a toll on a player's mental health. Um, so as coaches, as ADs, as staff members, the best thing that we can do to support our players um, that are involved in those programs is one, make them aware of mental health and what that looks like, and then continue to um, have those talks with them. Hey, how are you doing? Because we can check on them physically because we can see that physically if they're limping, but mentally that's harder. Um, so like frequent check-ins with players um, to make sure, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you feeling okay? Do you have any concerns that we can help you with, you know, as those mentors, as those coaches? Uh, so, yeah. Now you're already, um, you mentioned you're already coaching, you're working, uh, you know, with the high school team, you're working uh, you know, with the local club team. Um, and you're not that far removed probably from the age of the student athletes that you're working with now, you know, a, a, as a coach, have you seen anything um, as a coach uh, that, um, you know, gives you confidence or gives you concern about this next generation of uh, student athletes coming up. I know it's a small sample size and uh, you know, you haven't been doing it that long, but um, what are a couple of things that stick out for you um, as this next generation of coach and leader? Mm -hmm. um, I think as a coach um, on being on that other side I see a lot of parents and how they interact with their players. Um, being on a player or being a player when I was younger, of course I had my mom or my dad talking to me about things um, and instructing me, um, but they were great mentors. They were able to instruct me positively, give me you know things to work on, but also incorporate those positive things that I do. As a coach, I'm able to see both sides of that. So I see parents who um, can, you know, be a little more. Uh, how do I how do I say this? Um, a little more intense with their players, um, and then those parents that you know, like my parents, they are giving that constructive criticism, but again, also being positive um and I think as a coach I see that a lot more and for the players who get the more intense criticism that's where as a coach I feel the need to make sure that that player gets that positivity as much as they get that um, intense criticism from their parents so they're not getting that mentality that 
I'm not good enough or they don't get burnt out. So. Yeah. Again, it's that balance point between, you know, and every kid, as I'm sure, you know, uh, is different, uh, you know, finding that point, uh, you know, how can I challenge this student to do the very best that they can and whether you want to use challenge or push or motivate, uh, you know, how can I get them to want to become better uh, without for that individual student, you know, crushing their spirit. So it, it's, it's kind of that trial and error. And you also talked about the idea of parents um, so much more in this current generation than again, a hundred years ago when I was a student athlete, Parents, I think too frequently, they want to remove those challenges. They want to remove those failures because they just hate to see their child fail. And they don't realize, well, that's where the growth takes place. You know, they they stumble, mm -hmm. they get back up again. You know, um, have you had a, an opportunity yet in your young coaching career to uh, have a conversation with a parent uh, about, you know, helping their child you know, meet those challenges? Um, I have a little bit. Um, I've a parent um, reached out to me about, you know, kind of being at a loss per se um, and not really very unsure on how to motivate their child because they felt like they weren't getting through to him, through to them um, no matter what they would say. Um, so I've had parents like reach out to me about, you know, well, what do you do? Like, what do you suggest? What do you recommend? Um, and again, I just, you know, make sure there's a point in there where you're talking about that positivity. Um, you're making sure whatever advice that you're giving, you're pushing them, but not pushing them too much to the point where if they don't do it, they're shutting down on themselves. So yeah, again, it's, it's so tricky and it's great that you've had that opportunity and, and it sounds like it, uh, it, it's worked out well. Um, you know, as those are those, um, that's where you earn your money as an AD or as a coach is, is, is having those types of conversations. Right? Uh, Casey, this has been really cool spending some time with you, learning a little bit more about your, uh, uh, journey, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. Now we've already established that you're an aspiring AD, uh, but we're going to take our final break here from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, who sponsor the AD uh, Toolbox segment. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So uh, let's take that last break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Casey Barron is going to put into her new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake, and they're going to help you prepare for your best season ever. They'll help you with your uh, stakeholders. They'll help you with your coaches. And as an athletic director, they're going to help you with things like eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to someone who gets it. Talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take those next steps, Go to finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. 
athletic directors typically only hear from that 2%, the squeaky wheel parent or the frustrated student athlete. And we need to hear from them so we can affect positive change in our program. But we also need to hear back from the 98% that really love and support our program. And that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey for your school that'll allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. So go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Casey Barron. She's a recent graduate of the William Woods Master's in Athletic Administration program out of Missouri. Uh, she's teaching and coaching in the St. Louis area, and she is an aspiring athletic director. So if you're looking for a, a young up-and-comer, I can certainly recommend Casey to you. Uh, but Casey, uh, now I'm going to challenge you to send a brand new athletic director, you know anybody like that, uh, out on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three tools in their toolbox. Now, this is going to be interesting. What three tools are going to go into Casey Barron's athletic director toolbox? The first thing I would say would be creativity. Um, I say this because coming from a not very creative person, um, I found it kind of difficult when creating those like Twitter posts or Facebook posts or Instagram posts, um, like how, what to say, what pictures to post with it. Um, like I said, I'm not a very creative person, so it made it a little harder, um, but I did use um, Gipper um, and using Gipper helped me to use my not so creative skills make that a little easier on me um, but I think an athletic administrator would really benefit easier um, if they did have that creative mindset um, so that would be my first one um, my second one would be to just have knowledge um, regarding the different sports that your middle school or your high school has um, or sports that you would or activities that you would like to incorporate. Um, personally, I, um, I have a lack of knowledge of wrestling. Um, so that would be something that I would aspire to, um, gain more knowledge of, um, which would not only benefit me, but not, um, benefit, you know, staff members, um, players mostly, um, and then as well as the community. Um, and then the last one would just be, um, to have strong leadership and communication skills, kind of like we talked about earlier, um, if you don't have those skills, I think it would be very hard to be success successful in your field. Um, an AD needs to not only have that, um, the strong leadership skills and communication skills, um, but also show coaches, show players, show the people around them how to gain those skills as well. So. 
Boy, uh, I don't know if this is going to surprise you or not, but uh, those tools are very much uh, some of the most frequently mentioned tools in our uh, toolbox. So you're off to a great, great start. If I let you have a fourth tool, uh, was there anything uh, you know on the tip of your tongue that you wanted to share, but you were uh, not going to do it because I only said three? <laughs> uh, oh, maybe a little bit. Um, the only thing that I would maybe say would be like a planner or some type of organizational system. Personally, um, a planner, I have two that I keep um, in order to stay organized with everything I'm involved in. Um, if I didn't have that planner or both of those planners, I would probably forget most of my life. <laughs> um, so just picking and choosing and sticking with an organization system, whether that's a planner, um, whether that's like um, an actual planner or one like on online, like a Google calendar or something like that, um, whatever works best for you. No, I, I can tell you, I would tell our coaches, um, you might have a game scheduled on your uh, computer. You might have a game scheduled on our school's website, but if it's not in my handwritten planner, that game doesn't exist. And so, uh, you know, absolutely. You got to have that planner. Casey, um, this has just been, again, very cool talking with you. Uh, we should have done this earlier, so I apologize. But if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit or reach out and uh, tell you about a potential job, how do they get a hold of Casey Barron? Um, probably best through email. Um, my email, um, would you like me to share it? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah. it's C B E R A N 97 at gmail.com. Um, that would be the best way, um, to contact me, I would say. Otherwise yeah. I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, social media as well. Um, with my name, Casey Barron. Yeah. Um, so Casey Barron. Um, William Woods, master's degree graduate and uh, current coach and teacher, aspiring athletic director. Thanks so much for sharing today on the Educational AD podcast and all the best moving forward. Thank you so much. Uh, it was great. Uh, wish you all the best. For listeners, we appreciate you listening to us and we do this just about every day and the Zoom recordings get uploaded to the Educational AD podcast YouTube channel. Uh, come back uh, next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. One more time, we want to thank our partners and our sponsors for their support. Uh, come back next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast.